Hi, this is Paris Themen. I played Mike TV and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, and you're listening to On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. It is that time once again. It is time once again for another episode of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is episode 191 of On Screen and Beyond. This week, we take a trip down to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory once again. We are going to be interviewing Paris Themen, who played Mike TV film and of course he was the little brat well one of the little brats i should say and uh, anyways he's a real nice guy and we're going to be talking with him and that's coming up in just a few minutes right here on on screen and beyond so i hope you're going to join us he won one of the original golden tickets and he went to willy wonka's factory and uh, you know the whole story if you haven't be sure to check it out willy wonka and the chocolate factory all right so he'll be with us uh, to share some memories in just a few minutes and you know if you are doing some holiday shopping and you're out buying gifts and things like that, take a look at our advertisers on On Screen and Beyond. You know, click on them and then uh, go and get something out there and do your shopping that way. And uh, it helps us out uh, if you purchase something. It helps support the show. And uh, we can continue to bring you more episodes of On Screen and Beyond. And uh, we appreciate it very much. So I uh, hope you'll do that. And also, Christmas is almost here. So uh, if all goes well, we will have a special guest coming your way very soon here at On Screen and Beyond for the holidays. So I hope you're going to be listening for that. And this past week, we lost Harry Morgan, who played Colonel Potter on MASH, of course, and was also the co-star of Dragnet and uh, numerous films, just many, many films, a great actor. And he's going to be very missed, uh, that's for sure. He was amazing, and our thoughts go out to his family. And what do you say? Let's get right into the show and check out Remake Madness next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, well, Star Troopers is headed down the remake path. The original film starred Denise Richards, and I would bet that she's probably not going to be the star of uh, the remake, but uh, we'll see what happens on that when we hear more. And the classic TV show Petticoat Junction is in development as a remake on the big screen, so we're going to keep our eye on that one. And a new Twilight Zone movie is in the works from Warner Brothers, and it's going to be with the director of Let Me In. He's going to be at the helm. And that's it for Remake Madness coming up next on On Screen and Beyond. We're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as upcoming movies next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies, well, Tom Cruise will star in All You Need Is Kill. It's about a soldier who is killed while fighting aliens and awakens to continually repeat his life, sort of like uh, Groundhog's Day in, at war. And let's see, Movie 43 is a movie made up of a lot of individual comedy segments. Uh, there's been a couple of movies like that uh, that uh, haven't been real big, but they've been. there's been some. And, of course, it's sort of like on TV, it would be a, sort of like uh, Love American style or something like that. 
And it will be uh, in theaters on April 13th with multiple directors and stars. And one segment will be directed by the Farley Brothers. It will be a spoof of superheroes at a speed dating event. And you can look for Kristen Bell and Leslie Bibb in that segment. And the film will also feature Emma Stone, Anna Faris, Richard Gere, and many, many more stars. So uh, check that one out. That is it for upcoming movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way at Sequel City. What's coming your way as far as sequels? Next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Sequel City, well, Robin Williams says that a sequel to The Birdcage is in development. And rumors are out that a sequel may be in the works for Adam Sandler's Grown Ups. Why, you ask? You got me. And uh, one final sequel rumor. It looks like The Hangover 3 may take place in L.A. this time. So they're going to Vegas and all other places. And now they're going to be in L.A. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming away as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, Season 3 of Kojak with Telly Savalas will land on DVD on March 20th. And you can uh, look for this one. Don Adams provided the voice for Tennessee Tuxedo. And on March 6th, look for the complete collection of Tennessee Tuxedo and his tales to come to DVD. And on, uh, let's see, February 28th, you can look for Season 2 of the 1989 season of Mission Impossible as it hits stores. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. <laughs> movies on DVD, well, look for The Mighty Max on DVD in February. Now, I had a chance to see this several years ago at a film festival, and it is a great movie, and it uh, just recently had a, a uh, limited release in theaters, and if, uh, if you missed it, check it out. It's a good film. It's called The Mighty Max, and it's going to be out on DVD in February. And look for Gerard Butler as the Machine Gun Preacher as it makes its way on the DVD in February, and also the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 1, will arrive on DVD and Blu-ray in February. That is it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we head over to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. The original film is celebrating its 40th anniversary. And, of course, we've had a couple of the stars on in uh, a couple of the past shows. And we have one more for you. Paris Themen. He's going to be here. He was Mike TV, the little kid in the, the cowboy hat and everything that was in the film. He was a little brat on the show, on that uh, film. But he's a nice guy. He's coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. My guest today on On Screen and Beyond is one of the Wonka kids from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original. It's Paris Themen. I am. Paris, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. 
Hi, how you doing? Uh, I've had the opportunity to talk with a couple of the other Wonka kids, but I wanted to get your perspective of uh, how things came about and everything. How did you come about getting the part? You know, I started acting when I was six. Uh, I was doing commercials, and then I was doing uh, Broadway shows. And so by the time I was 11 and I was in this movie, I'd actually been an actor for five years. So I was a five-year vet by the time they cast me. There weren't that many uh, child actors in Manhattan in those days. So it just came up through my agent, and uh, I guess I had a manager then too. It came up through my manager, and she called me up. I went in, auditioned, and uh, I booked the role. So um, it was fun to know that I was going to go to Munich, Germany, where we shot the film. Um, but, of course, I didn't know that we'd still be talking about it 40 years later. <laughs> that's true. I'm sure that's a, a bit of a surprise. How was it on set with all the other kids at that time? Uh, everybody was great, actually. I've, I have good memories of all of it. Uh, they were a little bit older than me, so I was kind of the bratty younger brother. But um, uh, it was great. Gene was nice. Uh, Jack Albertson was real nice. Uh, Roy Kinnear. Uh, the director was kind of a hothead. But, um, you know, even that sort of served its purpose because he would wind me up like during my big uh, uh, close-up at the end when I'm talking about people traveling over the air in millions of tiny pieces. You know, he wanted me to do it louder and faster and more angry and more angry. And so he, uh, you know... Uh, uh, he was ticking you off. <laughs> he was trying, yeah, and it worked. And so, you know, hence the bratty behavior. Yeah, well, you all, you all did a great job in the film giving that impression of being little brats. Uh, you know, you did a good job with that. Right, except in my case, I wasn't acting. <laughs> so what's one of the most memorable things that you, you remember about the film? Being in Germany, uh, entering the, the chocolate room for the first time, which was a surprise. Uh, we'd never seen it before. Actually, Julie, I think, peaked, and Peter might have peaked. So when but you actually went onto the filming at that time was the first time you actually saw it? That was the theory. I saw it, but uh, I, I had not seen it, but some of the other kids had peaked. But that's what they were going for anyway. Yeah, to get that uh, so the chocolate room was great, the inventing room. Uh, I mean, all of it, Wonka Vision. Um, it's all it's all happy memories, to tell you the truth. Yeah. yeah. As far as 40 years of the movie, how does it feel after all those years to look back at, at a film like that? Old. <laughs> uh, no, you know, I'm just kidding around. Uh, uh, how does it feel? Uh, lucky. I feel lucky that I happened to be involved with a project that uh, had such legs, as they say. Um, you never know which thing that you do is going to be remembered fondly, and in this case, uh, it was this one. And and uh, watching the movie, I can understand why. I mean, it has a lot of things going for it, and, um, uh, you know, just lucky for me. Yeah. And recently, uh, there was a TV commercial. I can't remember what, what the product was, and that's the way it happens each time. But they used the song that uh, Gene Wilder sang, and uh, it, it was one of those things, every time you heard the song, it was like, it brought back memories of the film. And it's that, and it's Family Guy, and it's The Simpsons. And last night, I went up into my hotel room, uh, clicked it on, Saturday Night Live. What's the opening bit that they did with Ben Stiller? They sent him to a Jewish Wonka wonderland. Uh, they did a 10-minute bit on Wonka. So, uh, you know, it's, it's fairly constant. And, um, you know, I think that's just a testament to the quality of the movie. Yep. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I didn't ask this as many of the others, but uh, uh, what was your opinion of the remake that they made? What did you think of it? Myself? It's nothing like the original. The, the, the original is the original. I got that trick from, uh, from Julie, who plays Veruca. Uh, unlike her character, who is very bratty, and unlike myself in those days, she was very sweet and well-behaved, and she's still that way, and that's her parry. I, I borrowed that parry from her. What did you think of it? it? It's hard for them to make a movie, I think, that that brings back that feel. You know. Yeah, but you see, now you're saying it, not me. Right. <laughs> it protects you. Exactly. <laughs> well, Ferris, I want to finish up with two questions that okay. are more, uh, it takes us away from Willy Wonka and everything. Okay. Your favorite TV shows of all time? My favorite TV shows of all time? Well, I'd have to say Jeopardy because I'm kind of a trivia head and I've always watched a lot of Jeopardy. Um, oh, you know what? I'll give you more than two. Uh, in terms of quality, I think a couple of the two most highest quality uh, uh, things that have ever been done are The Wire. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch The Wire at all, but yeah. it's an amazing uh, piece of work. I'm a big fan of Deadwood also. Yes. Uh, those two stand out to me as really some of the best stuff ever done. Uh, in terms of more popular things, you know, I'm getting sucked into the reality thing, Amazing Race, Survivor. I'm a big, big Survivor fan. I've traveled a lot. I've been to 59 countries uh, with a backpack. So I love Survivor. Um, and, uh, oh, I don't know. I could go on and on about TV for a long time. What about movies? Which favorite movies? Lawrence of Arabia. That's come uh, up three times th- th- this. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. It's a fantastic, yeah. terrific film. So yeah. Peter O'Toole was terrific, and the sweep of it, and the cinematography, and that's uh, oh, just a great movie. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Uh, Frank Capra is oh, yeah. one of the greatest. I was always a big Bogart fan for many years, so uh, Maltese Falcon, African Queen, Treasure of Sierra Madre, uh, uh, Casablanca. I love all the Bogart stuff. Um, uh, you know, Willy Wonka. Uh, anything Terry Gilliam, anything Stanley Kubrick, anything. I mean, I, you know, yeah. I love Scorsese. So there's nothing that strange and esoteric in there. Um, but I certainly am a fan of film. And, uh, you know, uh, we could talk about that for a long time. <laughs> All right. Well, just finish up. You mentioned your trivia nut. Yeah. Trivia fan. Okay. Why, are you uh, going to hit me with some weirdo trivia? No, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. What would you give us for the most... Uh, Obscure trivia about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Something that most people don't know. Okay. So if you have to watch the movie carefully, but somebody at some point in the film says, uh, can it, you nit? And then somebody says, because she was a twit. No, there's another mention. See, I don't even know. This is how obscure it is. I can't even tell you exactly what it is. But there's a mention of a nit. There's a mention of a twit. And then... Grandpa Joe asked Charlie, or Charlie asked something, and and Grandpa Joe's response is because she's a nitwit, and it was a it was a callback to the nit and the twit, and it's so obscure. Nobody gets it. Nobody knows what it is. 
but it was something that we were going for. Was that it was written in the script, or did it something it was, that they threw in? No, most of the script was written, but there were occasional ideas that were thrown around. I think uh, the thing about uh, the coffee cream, da, 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 hair cream, hair cream, somewhere in there there was an improv as well. So there were occasional improvs in the movie, even though the, the, most of the movie was, was scripted. Well, Ferris, thank you. I appreciate it very much for taking My the pleasure. Time. Thank you very much. Paris Themen, there he is. It's the 40th anniversary of Willy Walker and the Chocolate Factory, and Paris played Mike TV, the little kid with a cowboy hat and everything. And you want a golden ticket? Uh, how do you? Well, I won't tell you anything else about the film in case you haven't seen it. Get a chance, check it out. It's a good film. Kids gonna love it. And if you are on iTunes, I'd like to remind you, please leave a review and a rating for us if, because it helps generate more traffic to On Screen and Beyond, so more people learn about us. And uh, we appreciate you doing that. And uh, you can also contact me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com for suggestions or whatever. Just say hi, whatever. And, uh, and uh, that's, uh, well, that's about it. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you here. Uh, some of you, uh, I know, are listening every week because you're sending me emails and talking about the show and things like that. And uh, I, uh, we also know that uh, there's uh, thousands of listeners out there all over the world. And We've got uh, listeners in, in China and, of course, the U.S. and Canada and England and the Ukraine and Mexico and Brazil and Ireland and just so many different places. It's amazing when we can look at the, the stats and find out where people are coming from, what countries and everything. And we, we, we thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. So, anyways, uh, I hope you're going to join us next week for another show. As we get to the holiday seasons, we may do some uh, changing because uh, the show, which regularly schedules at a certain time, of course, falls on Christmas and it falls on New Year's. So I don't know how we're going to do that. We're going to arrange things, but uh, we'll figure it out and uh, we'll let you know. But I hope you'll join us again next week when we have a s maybe a special guest next week. I'm not sure for the for the Christmas season, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. It depends on uh, if everything comes through with the interview and everything. But um, we'll keep you informed. And, of course, check us out on Facebook if you get a chance. We're there. Just go to onscreenandbeyond.com. We have a link right there where you can click on it and get over to our site. And uh, leave a message there or whatever. Friend us if you have a chance. And uh, that's about it. I hope you'll join us next week when we once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.